0: workshop alumni at gatewaymen.com. Get all the info and register
1: online at gatewaymen.com or call 1-800-49-PURITY. Hi, my name is Jonathan, and I'm the founder of the Gateway to Freedom Workshop. I want to invite you to join us at our next workshop coming up September 28th through the 30th in Pennsylvania in the beautiful Poconos along the Delaware River. So call us today at 1-800-49-PURITY. That's 1-800-497-8748 or visit gatewaymen.com. Good day, radio listeners. Welcome to this edition of the Pure Sex Radio Broadcast. We're glad to have you with us. Uh, my name's Jonathan, and I'm sitting next to Stephen here. And uh, this might be the first day yeah. that, in a long, long time, that our faces might not completely melt off when we go outside <laughs> because it's, it's been pretty hot lately. Right, hot. Stephen? It's But how are you today? Are you doing good? I'm
0: doing well. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. It's been a while, it seems. Yes. Well, we uh, had, uh, our family
1: had taken some time off and took some vacation, and we got spoiled because we went up to the Northwest. And it was, you know, this is, we're talking early part of July, and it wasn't even, um, it never even got above 80 degrees. And of course, when you're in Texas, July and August are just brutal and torturous and anyway, but before we jump in, um, listeners and viewers just wanted to make mention as we do periodically that we are a listener supported, uh, podcast. And so if you want to come alongside and partner with us, we actually have a new way for you to be able to do that. Uh, we have become a Patreon. Um, uh, we've got a Patreon account and so you can become a Patreon subscriber to our, um, podcast. And it's very easy to do even for just a couple of bucks, a few bucks a month, you can be supporting us. And that just helps us to continue to do what we're doing. Plus, it gives you access to some additional content and other things that we can provide for you as a resource. So just go to the website at puresexradio.com. And at the very top, just click the button that says become a patron and you can come alongside and partner with us. So Stephen, I yes. always I always love it when you come and you just start throwing papers around <laughs> and they've always got some kind of heading and a ton of ton of notes, but i'm I'm excited about this one because I think this is something that is extremely relevant to kind of where the culture is regarding men today. Mm. and this this issue of boy thinking versus man thinking. Mm. and even just understanding how do we make that transition. And so why don't you set us up for where we're going to go and what you want to try to cover.
0: Well, we were boys, Mm -hmm. and now we're men. Is that enough (laughs) set (laughs) up? So I'm glad uh, to be joining you guys as you attend class with us. Uh, It's life class here on life and growth and godliness and goodness and and uh, the ideas that sets you free—that's what we hope we promote as we get together and talk. Uh, I get the opportunity to sit in an office and listen to men, grown men, and sometimes they whine and they don't want to do hard things, and it's just like, okay, what's the difference between boy thinking and man thinking, and and can we capture some of that, and and can it help? you know, the community of followers that we have, uh, we hope we challenge you to the core, we, uh, not just entertain you or have cute little sayings or quotes. We want your soul to
1: find a rest. Or some kind of quick fix, like, hey, just do these three things there and everything's going to be yeah. different. And it's like, we know life is, its it's a process. It's difficult. So mm-hmm. When you put this in front of me, and I'm seeing this heading that says boy thinking versus man thinking, my mm. first thought is to put those on a continuum, right? Oh, yes, it's, that's it's a pro- good. you don't just as much as we would love to be able to say that, hey, you know what, because you are chronologically 21 years old, we're going to go boom, you've just flipped the switch, you now think like a man, but mm-hmm. it's not really like that, is it? You mentioned that you sit in an office and do counseling and hear these stories. And I would bet that you probably have a lot of males yeah. in your audience <laughs> that's it. who Grun might be man. chronologically 50 years old but their thinking might yeah. still be stuck in child thinking right that's it and i think we, got it. we all have to claim some weakness in that area i mean i that's i can't say that a hundred percent of all of my thoughts are mature
0: <laughs> i'm glad you're saying that you, yeah. that's good because i can't make that claim either but you know i was thinking about it and, uh And, you know, what was my boy thinking? And the first thing that pops into my head is, me? Yeah. Me? Please, me? Uh, What can I do to have fun for me? What Mm -hmm. makes me happy? How do I entertain me? Um, And then, you know, as you go on in life, and get in relationships, and then children, and God, and I don't have this in the right order, but, but you understand there's these other dimensions to life that's beyond me. Mm-hmm. And so I've been thinking about that. How much of the language of a person discloses the internal program that's the boy program versus, you know, adults sacrifice, you know, men Man thinking is sort of sacrificial. It's very much in line with God.
1: And I actually want to bring that point to a head in terms of some of these uh, relational contexts that you just brought up, because I think they are actually what move us and force us to make a choice of, am I going to remain stuck in boy thinking, Mm -hmm. which I think you're right, is me, 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 right? Right. Or am I going to transition? Because think about it. I... I I like to put it this way. I never knew knew how selfish I was until I got married.
0: Oh. And all of
1: a sudden I realized
0: I really do
1: just think about me a lot. But now I'm having to recognize, well, how do you accommodate this other person and how do you begin to— Isn't
0: that interesting, that whole thought. And so it
1: magnified my selfishness to be put into that— relationship right to to, to see it right
0: decide am i gonna and you can you know i have to confess this too i think my early part of my marriage was make me happy what i want to do you're here for me you're Mm -hmm. like a toy i'm the adult you're not and you're right you're like the puppy that follows me around just happy all the time to see me okay get it that's your role yeah
1: is that too honest no (laughs) but then i think it progresses even further because when we started having kids, then I realized how angry I was. <laughs> so it's like But well, well, no no, make sense these... out of that. Okay, Did you so... get
0: angry? Well, where's the anger? how the angry pop up?
1: So here's the thing. So like with with a with a spouse, we are peers. Yes. I mean, I'm I'm not decades older than my wife. Right. And so we have a lot of commonality to our histories and just The era that we lived in and the generation and these types of things, right? So, but that was so connecting with her points out just how selfish I am. I still want to make life all about me. Bringing kids into the mix brings a whole different kind of chaos. We don't share the same, uh, context or generation right so That's as they're true. as they're growing in just the chaos of, of little ones and then and then the urgency of their demands and all these kind of things mm-hmm. it made me realize how maybe impatient and angry, I can be and the
0: irritable and short and all that you're saying. Right? So,
1: in summary, what I guess I'm trying to say is it's really through the natural order of how God has designed us to operate relationally mm-hmm. that I think challenges that boy thinking. Because then we realize yes. I, I have to make a decision. Am I going to grow up? Am I going to actually have a different way of thinking about life, thinking about myself, thinking about relationships, mm-hmm. or am I going to stay stuck in kind of that small world? that essentially says, no, everything must serve me. It's got to be all about me.
0: So to be transformed is to go on the journey, right? Because your wife will change you, the children will change you, Mm -hmm. life will change you, sickness
1: will change you. I think to be transformed is to step into those relational components. Even even if we step out of the dynamic of marriage and parenting, if you think about it, if we are going to move along the continuum that God has made us for— It must include relationships, right? Right. So even for the single people out there, guess what? If you're going to mature in your thinking, it requires relationship. You're going to have to get into relationships. Well, that's
0: exactly why some people don't want to get married, right? Mm -hmm. Because single is all about me. Now, I'm not saying everybody that's single doesn't want to get married. That's not what I said. But some people realize there's a cost to it and a price of sacrifice if i get married part of me has to die and then if i have kids part of me has to die and just go right down the list right and
1: i think what's maybe sad about that is it's seen that that cost it's that cost is seen as a negative
0: That's in other right. words they're seeing well but from to immature lose my boy, independence right immature thinking right if you're fighting the transformation into what God made you to be, right. and you're
1: trying to hold back. And I guess so, that's true. That's still part of that boy thinking, because if, because I guess I just now address that from a more mature thinking, right? Because I'm I'm realizing, wait a second. It, it does have a cost, but it has a value that far exceeds yes. the cost. And you
0: don't even know that, right? You don't know it going you, in. And yeah. do you want to go back to being single? Oh, Lord, please, no. <laughs> <laughs> See, but being single, you would fight for that thing, and that was the greatest thing, right? Yeah. Until you know the, the principle of oneness and bonding and connecting and the value of being in a relationship.
1: And the joy of giving away good things with with no expectation in return there's a a joy in that so
0: joy comes out okay so let's go into these comments that men make and if and the reason we're saying is because this is boy thinking you know and i don't know i'll just try them out and you respond to them you know it's so hard to change it's it's hard it's hard work to change Uh, i can start pretty good You know, and I there's this joke, I can do anything one time in a row. That's how disciplined I am. I can do it one time in a row that I'm good at. Oh, that's good. But change is hard, but I can start, but I cannot be consistent.
1: Mm -hmm. You know how, and maybe the way I'll respond to these is, what I've learned or even seen in other men of how you then transition, what that transition looks like. Because as soon as I see that word, I can't be consistent. Well, guess what? I'd raise my hand and say, me neither. Yeah. The change, though, I think that goes from boy thinking to to man thinking, or maybe what we might call immature thinking to mature thinking, is the idea of realizing it's not, maturity is not necessarily about consistency. I mean, you mentioned all these other variables that we can't control. You can't mm. control your spouse. You can't control your health. You can't control all these things that are outside of your control. If it's about consistency, we're going to be perpetually angry, disappointed, mm. all these kind of things. So what I've tried to do is flip that word to be persistent. So regardless of whether anything is consistent in my life, can I persist? Can I be But that means you have a target.
0: That you're going somewhere persistently. It's
1: more of the idea of, yes, I'm, I'm, I'm moving through whatever the circumstance is with persistence, with faithfulness, with, you know, uh, grit, so to speak. Kind of like the, I'm not going to mm. give up. I'm not going to, because con- if you're aiming for consistency, you're likely to just throw in the towel. Right. I don't want to do this anymore because it's not consistent. Well, I
0: did it for a week and I haven't done it for a week, so I don't want to do it again because yeah. right, I'm, I'm not consistent. So zero. But if you
1: shift your goal and you say, wait, this isn't about this isn't about the circumstance looking a particular way. It's about building character and that's going to require endurance and Okay, okay but and, I'm going to
0: do the boy part here. But but it's not fun. <laughs> okay? Well, it's true, not yeah. fun to do this Persistent. I don't even like the word. Persistent, disciplined every day. That's not fun.
1: Right. Well, that's part of shifting your goal is if the if your goal in life is simply to have fun, you will have small character. Mm. And so you have to make a decision on what do I want? Do I want to have small character that is only going to like, magnify my immaturity as I get older? Or do I want to maybe make a shift that says, I need to have a different goal than immediate pleasure?
0: But but what if I don't like it? What if I try it and I don't like it?
1: Yeah, it's a value shift. Think about it this way. If you went to your doctor and your doctor said, hey, guess what? We just found a cancerous tumor in your body. Now here's the treatment. So we got the diagnosis. Here's the treatment that needs to happen. Are, are you about to engage something that you like? No. But do you have the desire to live? Probably. So you might go through and do some painful things because your values have shifted. You've recognized that, you know what, living is more valuable than me ignoring something that's, you know hurting me so if you begin to see that but you're
0: so serious what what if I just don't get anything out of it I don't like it and I don't get anything out of it what are you trying to get out of it I don't the thing you're talking about be persistent discipline what if I do it and I don't get anything out of it again what are you looking to get out of it if you I want to stay the same why do I have to change? Well, I don't like the word maturity, grow up. Everybody says
1: grow up, oh, mature. Well, uh, well, hey, just so you know, nobody's forcing you to become mature. You can be a little boy the rest of your <laughs> life if you want, Stephen. So, <laughs> but but and,
0: I'm not good at staying and being persistent and grinding out. Every day is so mundane. And to be good, to be mature every day, I have to grind it out on, And then I don't get anything out of it, and it's no fun, and I don't like it. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, well, and again, everybody has their own choice to make. Uh, I'm not going to sit here and ever try to force somebody to, to mature. That's on you. That's your decision. So if you decide that you're not getting anything out of it, you um, you you want to stay the same? You are okay with just being a pleasure seeker. Then stop wasting my time and go live your live your small life. Okay, okay,
0: I can do some things a few times. Okay, like Bible reading. After I go to right. summer camp and I make my promise, I'm going to do this. I come home for for a few days, maybe a week. I read, and then it's hard and I don't like it, and I don't get anything out of it. And so then I drop off, and it's like, <laughs> I'm good a few times. Does that count?
1: Um, I think every good gift that we offer is not revoked. Mm-hmm. Um, so the thing is, I, and I think that's a good way to think of it, it's are we, are we looking to live our lives as an offering to God? Or are we looking to um connect with god like a vending machine like man if i just i got i put some coins in why aren't you giving me what i want mm. and so i do think we are talking about a fundamental paradigm shift and like it or not stephen it is serious i mean it's like eternally serious in terms of what we do well with but i our read thinking.
0: you should sleep 8 to 10 hours a day and i like to sleep and sometimes take take naps Okay. Is that bad? Because I get distracted. I get fuzzy headed. I look at it. And I sleep. like to sleep. and Sleep, they say is, sleep, good. sleep, sleep is, is good. Sleep is necessary.
1: But are you looking to go to sleep to escape reality? Mm. Or are you looking to go to sleep to refresh and replenish your body in order to then engage life? So again, it's all about val- it's value choices. Uh, it's just
0: hard. Uh, that so much damage has been done, you don't know who I am. life is hard. I don't like me, nobody likes me, and then you want me to do these things. It's like I have a little crummy life. Why are you doing this to me?
1: You know what's funny stephen so <laughs> when I, when I came into work today i I really didn't expect to to be like with my children today. <laughs> Coaching <you know? laughs> a boy. Uh? It's like I didn't expect to be with my kids at work today. But uh,
0: but I get so tired. It's hard. I get tired. Don't you know? Don't
1: you get tired? <laughs> oh, sure. I but Why I'm do just do I'm thinking it? of our listeners right now, and they're probably going, oh, this is driving me nuts. They're probably <laughs> turning not, us off. I'm
0: not good at this. You know, I'm not good at anything. I'm no good. Okay, so let's,
1: let's tackle that for just a second in terms of that thinking. So if I, if I imagine my 16-year-old boy coming to me um, and saying, um, hey, I'm no good at this, fill in the blank with whatever it is. Right. Um, Discipline. And then routine. his solution yeah. is to complain about it, yet he wants to yeah. be good at it. We have to have a conversation about saying, well, how do you think you get good at anything? Do you think you get good at something by complaining about it and then going and sitting down and taking a nap? <laughs> Work is required to become skilled at He's something. you
0: so mature and grown <laughs> up. I like to do easy things. The TV is right there, my phone is right there, I have a little computer I can play with my computer screen, and and there's so much stuff to, have you notice how, why can't I just do the easy things?
1: Well, you know, this is what I find interesting. I hear this a lot with, uh, with my Christian friends, where when they will make these outlandish, unreasonable connections, between their lack of pursuit of God Mm. and then their expectation of mighty powerful movements in their life from God. In other words, they'll be like, listen, I don't really I don't read my Bible. I don't pray. I don't really pay any attention to God. I don't honor Him. I don't really I mean Mm. I like to wear the label Christian so that it kind of, you know, gets me into the, you know, the the social environment in the church or whatever. And then then they turn around and go well, why aren't amazing things happening in my life why is there not a powerful move of god among and again not thinking of it like a vending machine but we're we're really fooling ourselves if we think that we can say i don't want to show any honor to how god has set up life and then have all this expectation that there should be massive blessings or a great move of god mm. on my behalf you know what i mean so so
0: just show up and expect him to move, and not yeah. work the program. And don't misunderstand a servant. Me.
1: I'm not mis—I'm not diminishing the reality of grace. So don't don't misread what I'm saying in terms of thinking of like, listen, God only works in your life in proportion to how hard you work. Well, good grief, then we we're not getting much because even the Bible says our righteous deeds are like filthy rags before Him. So I'm mm. not I'm not making it a one to one. You know equation here, but um,
0: but I know what I want, and why can't I just have what I want and do what I want and be happy?
1: So my question, my my response to that would be: um, Aren't you already doing what you want? Why aren't you happy?
0: Oh, well, I'm I'm well rested, yeah, and. I don't stress myself because you know the but, but stress wait a second. is dangerous. Let's let's, let's
1: follow this along because I, we do get that response a lot of times from people like, "Why why can't I just do what I want and be happy?" Yeah. And my thinking is, well, you're kind of already just doing whatever you want, <laughs> and you're not. So why aren't good. you happy? Yeah. What, what is wrong with the equation of just serving me and doing everything that I want right. and realizing that that doesn't bring about the satisfaction that mm-hmm. you thought it would?
0: So so I've noticed this thing about myself. I can change pretty good when there's a crisis, but I can't do it very long. Right. But when, when there's a crisis, I, I can come online and I can talk good and I can promise and, and I know the way to go, but when nobody's looking, it gets hard.
1: And I think the thing about that is that's that indicates that see that that's not true character developing. What that is is that's playing a part to get back to status quo. So, like, listen, I can step up and I can perform for the season that's required in order to get things back to where again it can still it can start to become all about me again and I can relax and and so that's not really character development. That's just let's try to get things back to and sometimes
0: calling. I battle myself because mm-hmm. I want to lose weight, I want to get in shape and lift weight. I want to take a class, I want to practice on the piano or voice lessons or karate and but I battle myself mm-hmm. It's hard to get there to
1: stay there to go back there well, you know what the the Bible tells us about ourselves in that regard when it says, the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Mm. I think all of us have desires yeah. to be better at certain things, but when push comes to shove and it's the moment of decision, we all go, Yeah, I think I would like to just eat that Twinkie, you know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> whatever it might be. Or the box. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, I think that's just part of it. And that kind of loops back around to the very first thing where the the guy was saying, I can't be consistent. What if we embrace the idea that maturing simply isn't a consistent journey? I mean, maybe just start there and go, it's not going to look like if I make a decision today to do something positive, it's going to be a permanent upward trajectory from that moment forward. Mm -hmm. It's going to be fits and starts and it's going to be, and is it okay if that's what growth looks like. Yeah. And for the boy thinker, that would be no. <laughs> no, that's, that's right. not okay. I want it to be perfect and I want it to just be a snap of my finger. Or fingers I'll lie and, to
0: you and say, oh yes, and then I'll go back to the couch. Exactly, I'm you going know, yeah. to get my videos out. So, what, so in a relationship, be mindful when someone says, I think you need to grow up or be more mature uh, or quit. That's what you're doing. That's old stuff. That's childish. Pay attention because that may be indicator of boy sort of behavior that your spouse is pointing out.
1: Yeah, and I wanted to share a passage here that kind of relates to this, and it's actually a passage that's found right in uh, 1 Corinthians 13, which we often think of as the love chapter, right, Right. where it talks about love never fails and everything. But in that same chapter, uh, the Apostle Paul says, when I was a child, I talked like a child, I thought like a child, I reasoned like a child. When I became a man, I put childish ways behind me. Mm -hmm. And what I love about that passage is it's saying, okay, listen, there was a certain way of processing life when I was a child, Mm a certain way to think, a certain way to talk, a certain way to to reason and, and react. But what he says is, when I became a man, I put away childish ways. The thing I think is important to recognize in that is that transition from childish thinking to mature adult thinking is an act of the will, not merely letting time and, and you know, not just letting time pass. And I think sometimes what we've done is we've just said, hey, chronologically, I'm 25. Chronologically, I'm however old and made assumptions about what that means regarding maturity. And like you and I have experienced, you know, in our work, that's not always the case. You've got 40 50 60 year old guys that are very much stuck in that childish thinking. So briefly describe or, or let our listeners know what does it look like to engage the will in this process.
0: Uh, and why is that important? Uh, what are you thinking cuz I had a thought. Go ahead, we'll share to your encourage thought. Encourage everybody that to practice discipline. I mean just listening to these podcasts regularly it's a practice of discipline getting new ideas, right? exercising regularly, reading your Bible, you know, pursuing God.
1: And those are all acts of your will. You've got to choose to do those things, right? I mean, and what I like about that is those are things that you can choose to do even if you don't feel like doing them. And that's the key. I think one of the big keys is I think boy thinking stays stuck in, let me just go wherever my urges and feelings take me. And man thinking says, you know what, there's a greater, there's a higher good, there's a bigger purpose, there's a better way to live mm-hmm. that is based on how I engage my will, not just wherever my feelings are That's right, are and going. I
0: practice discipline, I put myself on a path, I'm going to end up somewhere significant. Yeah. If I ramble and want and wish and lay on the couch, I'm going to get somewhere, but I'm probably not going to be happy where
1: I got. Mm-hmm. Well let me uh as we close out here, I want to plug uh, Stephen's Facebook page because he has entered the twenty-first century <laughs> and uh, late so, to the game, but here. So he's got a Facebook page where he's starting to share some of his ideas and some uh some articles and stuff. But if you go to Facebook and then you go Facebook.com forward slash hope counseling SATX for like San Antonio, Texas. So Hope Counseling S-A-T-X then um, you can follow him and get some of the, those articles and share those. So Good. I'd like to encourage folks. And
0: what I'm thinking, I try to create a little article and encourage people with that. Yeah. Thank you, Jonathan.
1: And so listeners, um, if you would like more help and just kind of your journey of, of maturing, please reach out to us. And until next time, we look forward to having you back here on the Pure Sex Radio broadcast. Have a great week. Pure Sex Radio is paid for by Be Broken Ministries. Visit us online at puresexradio.com.